0: Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Self-Improvement Project. So this particular episode is going to be around the concept of essentialism. Now, if you've not heard of this concept before, then what I'm going to be doing during this podcast is giving you a basic overview a definition as such and some of the key aspects that I feel that I've taken away from it from reading the book by Greg McKeown. The book is simply called um, Essentialism and then I'm going to be talking about some key takeaways and key aspects of This concept and idea, and then trying to ask some important questions at the end as well, important questions that will facilitate us to think about how this is going to impact on our lives. So, as I mentioned at the start, this is actually a book by uh, the author Greg McKeown, and underneath the title, it's simply says the disciplined pursuit of less. Now, this is the best way to summarize what essentialism is. Essentialism is pursuing less in a rather ruthless way. Cutting things out that don't matter to you and essentially understanding where our hi- our highest point of contribution lies, i.e. our strengths. Now, this takes a lot of self-awareness. We can only gain self-awareness by spending time with one person, and that person is ourselves. So, there is steps towards understanding what is essential to us and it's really important to break this down in as simple as as possible or as simply as possible even and that's something that i'm going to challenge you with today now i'd like to start by setting the scene in a sense of why we need essentialism in our lives from a self-improvement point of view It may be easy to perceive self-improvement as doing lots of things, reading more, exercising more, writing more, working more. However, self-improvement is about being smart with it, understanding who we are right now and who we want to become. Now, the dangerous thing with looking at doing a lot at the same time is discipline. It's very difficult to keep it up, and we overload ourselves with this information. It's overbearing, it consumes us, and we end up sometimes becoming a worse version of ourselves. Now, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here, because we live in such an information-heavy, materialistic world, where it is virtually impossible, unless you are a hermit or a monk, to escape the world of bigger, better, stronger, specifically to you, honing in on your desires, all these advertisements that listen to not just what you say but it seems like our thoughts. So I want to give you the benefit of the doubt here because it's extremely difficult to identify what we want. The next really key thing I want to challenge you on is you being too busy. You, and I'm guilty of it as well, you will think that being busy is a good thing. But busyness is distracting you from asking yourself the most important questions. Those key questions that are going to allow you to elevate yourself and your life. Now, If we're too busy to think about who we are and who we want to become, we are constantly going to be that person, that ordinary version of ourselves. If we question ourselves, to ask ourselves, what is most important to me? What is that handful, and I mean no more than a handful of things? What handful of things? are most important to me and these will be very specific to you, your values and your beliefs. If having a really brand new car is exactly what's important to you, that is essential to you. If having an immaculate garden is essential to you then it's most important to you and not anybody else. So it's about tearing down these walls of comparing ourselves to others what other people's lives look like because that's not your life and that's not essential to you. So the first thing I'm going to question you on is stop being so busy. Take time in your day to work out what is essential to you. in another point of view, uh, viewing it from another perspective or another point of view is being overworked. Does your career, job, overwork you? Does it give you such little time to spend, to think about these really essential parts of your life? If the answer is yes, you need to work out what within that job you can do that makes you perform at the highest. You may have heard of the eighty twenty rule. The 20% of the th- tasks and things that you carry out in your job will give you 80% of the results of whatever your job entails. Whether it's sales, whether it's customer service, whether it's data, etc, etc. So again, how can we tailor this to ourselves so that we can work out what is essential to us? Because ultimately, you will be in this unconscious flow of what society and the world wants you to be rather than you being who you want to be. Now, why I feel so passionately about essentialism is one thing. That one thing is by selecting and highlighting the areas of your life that are essential to you, makes you treasure and value the things that you have. And that is a trait that us as humans struggle to comprehend a lot of the time. As the cliche goes, we will only miss these things when they are gone. So, what things in your life do you treasure and value right now? And know and can actually visualize yourself treasuring in the future? What are you doing towards those things? that is got not only going to maintain them but improve them. A simple example of that is a relationship whether it's with a spouse, whether it is with family or even friends. If you are in this unconscious mode of being too busy lacking awareness, not really being awake Are you, and you really care about relationships, that's who you are, that's what you believe in. You are doing yourself a detriment to your life if you are not taking the time out to nurture these relationships. Now, on the flip side, what this means is that you need to ruthlessly cut things out of your life that don't matter and understanding what matters to you. So that is a key takeaway for me that you need to understand and take the time to think about, thinking about what is the most important thing to you at this moment and where you want to be. Now, by being ruthless, this can be quite a tough thing to do it might be it might mean letting people down. It might mean spending less time on a specific task that people may expect from you and this comes down to a really really common um aspect of society that has become popular and trendy over the last few years and that is the ability to say no to people. It could be classed as a productivity hack but it is one of the most important things to be able to do to a look after yourself and b to manage the expectations of others let me put it to you like this if you are the yes man to every request that is asked for you yes you will be called potentially reliable but you will not have the same respect as those who can say no now i know what camp i would much rather be in Now, this flows into work, out of work, into our personal lives, into leisure, into relationships. And what I would really love for you to do is to take no more than 10 minutes to sit down and write down those things that are essential to you in your life. Especially in this time where we have so much information to consume. your life has changed and will change your goals and aspirations you will have achieved some and you will have, you will achieve more there will be things that you think that you want now and in 5 years time you won't want them anymore and there'll be new things to keep you going but none of this is a waste if it's what matters to you right now. Goals and dreams are not about that achievement that we make they are about who we become in the process of it. By pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and by facilitating growth within ourselves in a focused and purposeful way. So what you need to do, you need to sit down to figure out what matters most to you and the reason for this is so that we can shape not who we are just now not who we are going to become this is so that we can shape our everyday life and our everyday decisions and if we can do this we will be who we want to be we will attract those people that we want to attract and we will become a much better if not the best version of ourselves if we can prioritize those really key elements so take away from this what you will but i would like to end on an a happy note as such and This is maybe not a specific quote, but it's a quote from past philosophy in regards to our wants and our desires. And it goes along the lines of, he who wants less essentially has more. You will be happier if you want less things. So I apologise for not giving a specific quote, <laughs> potentially potentially murdering it, but the idea and concept is there. That by essentially taking what is most important to us and using that as a foundation for our life, that is what is best. So, thank you for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed that episode. I've been thoroughly enjoying this journey with all of you guys so far. And if you ever want to connect with me or ask any questions, you know, there's a lot of value in that. So please contact me on Twitter by just searching for Lawrence McClelland and I'd be happy to connect. Until next time, I hope you guys all have an amazing week and I'll see you all soon. Cheers.